Let's pray together. God, you have gathered your people in again this morning. We praise you that your ways are not our ways and that in your gracious pleasure you choose to reveal yourself to little ones. Let us come to you this morning with childlike trust and let us hear what your spirit has to say to your people. We pray this through Christ. Amen. Can you think of a time when you were with someone you love and you were just quietly together in the same room or maybe outside, maybe sitting next to each other, maybe not, but just feeling satisfied to be in their presence, not needing to say anything? Have you had this experience with a dear friend, a lover? Have you had it with a parent or someone who is like a parent to you? If you are a parent, have you ever experienced this kind of quiet delight with your child or children? Whenever we're with someone in that way, we're present in the moment. We're, we're completely there. And as the psalmist says, we want for nothing in that moment. As I settled on this text for today, I struggled between this and the Ephesians text you heard with its image of being rooted and grounded in love and being united with God in Christ. I wonder if the reason I struggled between this rooting and grounding in love and I will give you rest is because being being in love and being at rest are inseparable. Dwelling or living in the presence of love, as you may have noticed, tends to create rest. When you know that you are deeply loved and accepted, accepted with all of your flaws, you can relax, right? You've, you've felt this. You can feel when you're in the presence of someone who accepts you. It doesn't mean that that they don't challenge you also, but you can sense their love. You can feel the tension leaving your body, right? You've, You've felt this. And isn't it something like this that Jesus is offering when he gives the invitation, come to me, I am gentle, I will give you rest. Jesus is offering us himself, his presence, and his experience of living in God. Come, rest in me, learn from me, lay down your burden, stop, rest, and I will show you the ease of being bound to me in love, the ease of wearing my yoke. Have you had moments of feeling this kind of restfulness in God's presence? When you felt the kind of ease that you feel with someone you trust very deeply, someone you know loves you, 
When has this happened for you? Do you remember where you were? Or does it seem to be too good to be true? An easy yoke? Really, Jesus? Is it, does it seem too easy? What about the cost of discipleship? We're Anabaptists, after all. Well, in Matthew's way of telling the good news, Jesus keeps identifying himself as the fulfillment of Torah, of God's teaching and instruction for God's people, which is a significant part of what makes them God's people. Jesus is offering himself as a living example of God's intentions for human life, human relationships, and, of course, the divine human relationship. The Pharisees spoke of God's people being called to bear the yoke of the Torah, which was a heavy burden, but at its best could be for the sake of showing God's goodness to a watching world, as in, when we keep the instruction from God, we have a full and blessed life. Jesus is simply saying that this living the Torah, this following God, is not meant to feel impossibly heavy and weigh people down. In fact, later in Matthew, he's especially critical, as you might remember, of the religious leaders who place heavy burdens on others and make the weak feel weaker. That's all the way in chapter 23, verse 4. So Jesus is speaking out of his experience of closeness with the Father and trying to pull back the veil for us and show us that living well in communion with God is not as onerous and heavy as maybe we tend to make it or even believed it to be. Jesus has experienced in his own life, in his own being, the trust and the gratitude and, yeah, the restfulness of living within God's love. And he wants everyone who is weary and carrying heavy burdens to experience that with him. He can feel God strengthening him in his inner being by the Spirit's power and wants everyone who is hungry for that to come and feel it too. Jesus is not offering cheap grace. We know that the way of Christ is not easy as we know that he bore great pain. And of course, in the kingdom, there is work to be done and there's pain to bear for all who choose the way of love. There is a yoke to take up. And from living close to God's heart, Jesus knows, knows from experience and wants us to know that with this yoke, there is also lightness, ease. There is also rest. Maybe it's because it's not the yoke that you place on yourself that you are being asked to carry. It's Christ's yoke, which is not burdensome. It's not a heavy load, but it's a way of being tied to God. A way of being tethered to God that is easy to wear because it is based in mercy and love. Lay down your burden. Come to me. And Jesus has also found that life with God 
requires coming in the humility of a child. And in doing that, he's also found the wonder and the joy and the ease we see in children. To experience the lightness of his load, or even to believe that that's possible, takes a heart that is childlike in trusting, childlike in curiosity and readiness to learn, and in openness to receive love, openness to be filled with the fullness of God. Just before Jesus gives his welcoming call to come to him, he praises God for hiding divine wisdom from the smartest and wisest and revealing them to children. A few chapters later, at the beginning of Matthew 18, Jesus tells his disciples that unless they change and become like children, they will never enter the kingdom. And he follows that by saying, whoever becomes humble like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Humble like a child, perhaps not trying to be anything else than what you are, teachable and willing to receive. And opening ourselves like this takes courage as adults when we've learned from experience to protect ourselves and to know what we need and not to be needy. Heaven forbid we should be needy. And clearly this also connects with the practice of Sabbath, Sabbath rest, which puts us in the position of receiving from God while not doing anything particularly productive, not making anything happen. It's also a time when we say yes to the restoration of rest. Now, of course, children have been known to fight sleep, but they can also conk out pretty easily when they're fully spent. Can we do that? They seem to be able to do nothing with a lot of playfulness and creativity. Are we willing to do that? Are we willing to let ourselves rest in God? Not as something else that you should do, like to please God, but as a gift that is held out that you open your hand to receive. Come to me. Be at ease in my presence. Yes, there is much work to do together. Come and be strengthened in your inner being. Let yourself be hitched together with me and let me live in you. Barbara Brown Taylor, in her book, An Altar in the World, gives a couple of suggestions for Sabbath resting, especially for people who find it difficult. She says, if you can't imagine the freedom of taking a whole day, if that's too much, start however you can. Decide that you'll get up earlier than everyone else in your household and dedicate that time to doing nothing but being in the divine presence. Or decide that you will turn off the television an hour before you go to bed and spend that time outside looking at the sky. Or you could resolve not to add anything more to your calendar without subtracting something from it. You could practice praising yourself for saying no as lavishly as you do when you say yes. There might be other ways that you know that you're able to be at rest. 
When are you most able to be at rest in God's presence? To become like a child and free to learn from Christ. To slow down long enough to learn what Christ has to give you. Christ is saying to us, there's joy in my presence and there is acceptance in my heart for you. I want you to come and I want to teach you gently. There is space to learn, to become humble, and in humility, I see that as seeing oneself more clearly and more truthfully, both the good and the bad, light and shadow. There is space in Christ's presence to experience yourself and your life as a child of God. So you don't spend so much energy trying to carry what doesn't belong on your shoulders. Lay your burden down. I will give you rest. Jesus offers us himself, and he models for us a Christ, a childlike trust in God's power, a power that is revealed in love. Christ welcomes us to come, to rest in the presence of love, to lay down our burdens, receive his gentleness, see ourselves more clearly, and enter the kingdom as children, to risk being hitched to Christ, bound to God's way of mercy, hope, and joy. Today we have the opportunity to come for anointing This is one way to come to Christ with our desire for God's healing in whatever way we might need it. Oil has been used through the centuries to provide for basic human needs, heat, light, and also to soothe wounds. Is there a need you have for God's healing presence? I invite you to come to one of the four corners of our space here and be anointed for healing in whatever part of life it may be needed, in body, mind, spirit, or in our relationships.